Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. All right. So welcome to the very first episode. This is exciting. This is Amber, really exciting. Amber <laughs> Billhauer, uh, again, the brand new podcast, Leverage to Scale. All right, Amber, this is your baby. This is a called a give back, right? What a great year to do this. And, um, and so, uh, you know, this is also a unique episode. This is the first time, this is the only time I'm going to be here. <laughs> and it's an honor just, to have you here though, Josh, because this is like, I was on your podcast and you and I are like two peas in a pod. So it's really like, it's an honor to be having this conversation with somebody that I respect in the business. Who's all about relationships and connection and doing good in the world and working with really incredible thought leaders, conscious people. So it's, it's perfect. It makes total sense that you would be here hosting. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. So Amber, just, um, you know, as we kind of get started, you know, one thing I want to do in this episode is just kind of give an introduction of who you are. Um, but before we do that, um, why don't we just kind of give an introduction to what the leverage to scale podcast is? The Leverage to Scale podcast is really an opportunity for amazing business owners to get their message out to the world. And my company, NGNG Enterprises, which stands for No Guts, No Glory, we've been working with entrepreneurs and authors and speakers for nearly 13 plus years now. And so I've been deeply immersed in the online world. I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of really incredible people who are doing good, good things in the world. And honestly, I love the leverage to scale community that I've been able to build up over the past couple of years. And I wanted to give them a voice, give them a platform where we can all support each other's success and getting great messages out to the world. And hopefully that can overcome some of the negativity or the chaos or the uncertainty that's otherwise happening in the space. So Amber, obviously you provide a lot of amazing services for the clients that you serve. Um, and you know, one of them and it kind of carries the branding of this podcast is leverage to scale. And so for folks who don't know, what is leverage to scale the service or the product? Leverage to scale is a product that business owners can invest in that trains your team how to do all of your content marketing for you. Because Josh, I Hmm. for years worked with business owners and they would be on calls and they would be complaining about how to get their message out to the world. And I would hear people complain about how they tried to do it themselves, but it was so frustrating. They don't know social media. They don't want to spend their time doing social media or email marketing. They don't understand it. But all of the fancy coaches they keep hiring say, you've got to do your content marketing. And so they would try to do it themselves, invest in other programs and burn out because ultimately as the business owner, you have no business doing that kind of work. You should be the visionary. You should be creating relationships and producing sales and doing speaking and high level content that only you can do. You can delegate out to somebody else to do your email newsletters, right? 
So then what would happen is I'd be on these calls, Josh, and they would say, all right, Amber, well, I went out and I hired a virtual assistant and it sounded great in the beginning, but they couldn't do it. And what I observed is that virtual assistants are awesome. There's lots of them out there, very qualified. The challenge though, is they need to be told exactly what to do, how to do it, why to do it that way, and when to get it done by. So if they have that kind of a structure, they're going to crush it for you. But the problem is, is that business owners, they don't think that way. They just say, I don't know, just, just do it. And (laughs) just get my social media done for me. So there was this communication breakdown happening, which is when the business owner then went and hired a fancy agency. And they thought, fine, I'll spend more money, usually $1,500 a month or more, to hire some big fancy agency to get the work done for them. The challenge there, though, is that a lot of agencies are unreliable because they are overcommitted, they're understaffed, they don't have reliable systems and operations, or the really expensive ones are just out of reach for the average entrepreneur. So I've been listening to this for years, Josh, just thinking like, wow, this is really a lot of dysfunction. What I did is I created a process that a virtual assistant could follow and know exactly what to do, how to optimize your content and repurpose it so it was more efficient, more cost-effective. But now, since your virtual assistant is armed with that education, you can keep the content and the operation in-house, which is going to save you a whole lot of money, time, brain damage, you name it. That frees the business owner up to go focus on what their unique ability is and get out of the way while then allowing the virtual assistant to shine as the hero who's doing your marketing on a consistent basis for you now. I think anybody who's been in business for any length of time has had that experience or two where they brought somebody in. (laughs) Yeah, right. And the VA is like, okay, what do I do? And it's like, oh, shoot, I didn't even think about like laying out all the strategy. I just need help because I'm like, you know, I'm just like, my blog hasn't been updated in six months. Nothing's going on on my social media. I'm getting no engagement. And so therefore, yeah, you really are kind of stuck if you don't have someone uh, or a system or a process that they can easy, easily follow. Um, And and just one last question on this. um, And that is, how does it kind of, how does it work? So the VA comes in, what does the VA do? Like, how do they engage with this product or this platform? Yeah, it's a really well-designed back-end membership portal. They have their own unique login. They're going to log in and go through six modules. There's a video from me that explains, all right, let's say that the business owner creates a little tip video for YouTube. We're going to take that video and upload it to YouTube. And I teach them, here are the 16 things that you need to do to optimize that video. You're going to do keyword research. You're going to tag it. You're going to categorize it. We're going to design artwork and do editing and et cetera, et cetera. YouTube end cards and (laughs) screens and all the things. The average virtual assistant doesn't necessarily know all of those detailed executions. And for sure, the business owner doesn't. By giving them that video overview, they're now confident and empowered to go and execute on that checklist. Then they move on and they're going to take that video and repurpose it into a blog post that's now optimized for Google. They're going to take that blog post and send it out as a nurturing value-based email to your email list. And what's going to happen is they're going to break that video down 
into several bits of really quality, customized social media content that can go out on all the social media channels on your behalf. So there is no generic templated stuff. What we are teaching them is how to do story-based, relationship-based social media marketing using your voice, your brand personality, and your message that ultimately came out of the tip video that you produced. I also have clients that are not yet on the video bandwagon, and I am here to tell you, (laughs) get on the video bandwagon. But if you aren't there yet, it can be done using a podcast or some other form of content as well. All of our members are optimizing and repurposing content in different ways. I'm just stepping in and providing that marketing operation that now anybody on your team can plug in and out of, especially as you experience turnover. And that way you never have to worry if your marketing is going to get done for you. That's what it is. That's another thing is, you know, when you do lose a VA and it's like, okay, great. You know, now, you know, I just spent all this time and, and oftentimes the VA is not going to leave the the documentation. They're, they're not going to hand the keys to the next person with like, okay, here's exactly how everything you need to do, uh, you do. So if it's, if it's all kind of uh, put together in this one spot, I can see. Yeah, it's great. The name Leverage to Scale, both for the product and for the name of the podcast, describe that, explain that. What does that mean? Well, so in its most simplistic format, we are taking a video that you create, we're leveraging that to scale your influence or scale the rest of your marketing, right? So we're repurposing it in this way. So that's kind of where it came from. But really, Leverage is the name of the game in my world. I am very busy. In my company right now, we have five different divisions. We have 20 team members and growing like crazy. I am on probably 10 calls a day, which is my unique ability. That's where I should be. That's where I (laughs) want to be. Um, But what was happening, Josh, and I know you and everybody else listening will totally be able to relate to this. It was like six years ago in my business. And it was like one of those days where I was like so drained and frustrated because I was trying to finish this blog post and it was taking me 45 minutes and I was like trying to optimize it. And then I thought, oh shoot, now I have to do my newsletter and that's going to take me probably an hour because I'm having to pull in all of these bits of content from all the things that we're doing across the company. And oh shoot, now I have to go onto social media. I was doing it all in the midst of running this business and doing sales calls and the finance and all the things. And I was sitting at my desk and I just got so frustrated and I put my, my head in my hands and I just thought there has to be a better way than this. So literally I was at this point where I was trying to do it all when I realized that maybe I don't have to do it all. Maybe I could start learning the word leverage and like what Mm. that actually means. (laughs) And so it was really in that moment that I thought maybe I could be smarter about this. Like what if I were to batch record a bunch of tip videos And create a documented process to give those videos to my VA and have them repurpose in the way I already described. That weekend, I grabbed a latte, chugged it. I sat in my office and for the next about four and a half hours, I recorded 25 of these little tip videos, then was able to leverage that time and that material to get the rest of my marketing done for the next 20 to 25 weeks. (laughs) Josh, I didn't have to stress out about my blog post. I did not care about social media. I didn't have to write the email newsletter. I didn't have to do any 
of that because now I had batch recorded those videos. My VA was empowered, knew what to do with them. So that was where leverage to scale came from back then in my own business. But it wasn't until about three years later that I'm on a coaching call with this guy named Dr. Garrick, who's a member of LTS. He was one of the founding members. And he's telling me the same frustrations that I had had three years previous. So I said, Dr. Garrick, you should just do what I do for my marketing. You batch record, you repurpose. He said, Amber, that's brilliant. Why aren't you offering that as a product? And it was one of those funny moments, Josh, where I thought, oh my gosh, why am I not offering that as a product? (laughs) (laughs) Like it's working so well for me. And that's where Leverage to Scale was, was born. And luckily the domain was available, which kind of felt like a sign and a miracle at the same time. Right. And the rest is history. You know, I think a lot of people who are trying to connect with and serve audiences, they look at the amount of work that it it, it seemingly takes. And it is, I, where do I get all that time? And you know, and I know that I'd say the true masters of connecting with audiences over social, blog, video, et cetera. They, they have a good team around them and mm-hmm. they really know how to stay in their lane, do what yes. only they can do, and then empower other people on their team yeah. to do what they do. And, and you'll know that you've got it really dialed in as a leader and as, as someone who's leveraging your own personal brand when people say, how do you do it all? How are you everywhere? Yeah, yeah, I know. Totally. It feels so good knowing that I didn't have to do it all. But see, the cool thing about leverage to scale is like I had to think through how to make it feel like Amber genuinely is everywhere. Because see, the risk is when you outsource, you lose your voice and your brand personality and somebody else is kind of morphing it into their own generic template. So I actually couldn't use templates and leverage to scale. I had to develop the thought leadership of your virtual assistant and train them as if they have the 15 years of internet marketing experience that I have. So from a training and curriculum perspective, Josh, that was really um, what was, you know, the greatest thing to celebrate about leverage to scale is now that virtual assistant is empowered to take on your voice to make it feel like you're the one in your Instagram channel, even though you're not actually there. Yeah. So Amber, your background and like where NGN or NGNG came from, would, would you kind of share that story? <laughs> yes. Um, I will tell you that it was not the case that I had this 30 page business plan and all of these grand ideas and vision and experience. It was actually the absolute opposite of that. I, my entrepreneurial journey started when I was selling Cutco cutlery. (laughs) So yes, I'm one of those. Uh, Did that in college, was very successful competing at a national level um, as an office, as as a division within that organization. I got about as good as I could get in the role that I was in. I decided to transition out to see what else I could do. Um, So now I'm like a young 20-something-year-old with my whole future ahead of me. I found myself helping to run an event in Denver that taught entrepreneurs how to market their business online. Well, I knew nothing about the online world, but I was so intrigued. I felt like now this is a challenge I can sink my teeth into. And I was learning all of these great strategies. I went home and I taught myself code. I set up my own website. I started doing all kinds of research about search engine optimization and and copywriting and conversion and funnels and social media. 
And I just started blogging based on what I was learning about. And the next thing I know, some woman in, uh, in Canada reached out to me and said, I love what you're doing. Could you help manage my website? And I said, sure, I could do that. <laughs> and literally, I had all of these requests just starting to come in from Google and social and all these places. People would say, could you build me an ebook? Could you help me sell this? Could you do that? And I just kept saying yes. I started building the team and the infrastructure behind that. And now we're a full service agency. So we've launched over a thousand experiential and high performance websites over the years. I also launch books. I've worked with so many amazing authors over the years. We do a lot in the world of content marketing and live streaming. I'm very innovative and creative. I'm always setting trends in the online world. And I've been here from practically the beginning. So it's been a really fun and fulfilling ride. You know, with NGNG, No Guts, No Glory. So that's over 13 years. As of when we're recording this, over 13-year-old company. In in internet years, that's, That's you know, you've been around. Yeah, I have been around. (laughs) (laughs) So especially with those kind of metrics on that. So that's, you know, in the business world too, I think you hear... I can't hear this a lot. I need a good web developer. Who do you know? Would uh, would you mind just, uh, you know, again, these are other services that you offer. Uh, do you still do web design, right? Absolutely. We okay, have so, lots happening right now. Yeah. So um, in terms of like web design, like what kind of sites do you put yeah. together? So we only work with WordPress. That's the first thing to know. The second thing to know, what makes me very different in the space, because there's a million web designers out there, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I build experiential websites, which means that I want somebody to experience you and your personality and your essence and what makes you different before you have to tell them what makes you different. People are making emotional buying decisions now more than ever before. We're cultivating that intuition and consumers just want real. Just tell me the truth. Just tell me what I can actually expect because we've been duped. We don't know who to trust anymore. So by creating an experiential website, it's changing the way that visitors interact with you. We're developing personal connection through that website. It's not just a website anymore. It's not just some design. There's a lot of strategy baked in that's nurturing that relationship from day one. Yeah. Uh, and and then also, again, your website, by the way, is ngngenterprises.com in addition yep. to leveragetoscale.com. And then, of course, there's <laughs> ampervillehauer.com. Uh, so there's three of the thousand. Uh, yeah, plus we have websites several <laughs> <laughs> At least I hope you did your own website. So I did, and I'm proud of them. <laughs> um, and of course, a lot of people are also looking like they've either they've got a book in them, they've got they've already written maybe 10% of the book, or they have the outline, and they're pulling their hair out because it's like, ah, I'm it's never going to get this thing done. It's I'm awful. sure you've encountered yeah. these folks. Yes, I am one of those folks. I'm in the <laughs> middle of writing a book, and I'm pulling some of my hair out. It's a right. really hard process. So where, where does NGNG come in on working with author? Back in 2007, I had a woman who owned a published, small publishing company out in California. She found out about the work that I was doing and was impressed by it. And she contacted me and said, can I pay you to teach you how to launch books so that you can launch them for my company? And I said, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Doesn't so sound this, like a bad deal. This was happening at the same time that I was experimenting with building other people's websites. And so she did. She came in and taught me their secret, you know, strategy for making books number one on Amazon, which now yeah. anybody can do. But back then it was very you know, it was a very big deal. And that's when I started working with clients like Les Brown and Brendan Richard and Lisa Nichols. I had actually already known Brendan before that, but Lisa Nichols and these superstars, you know, and I was launching their books and making them number one underneath this, this publishing arm. And then from there, it was never really anything that I publicly promoted too much because I was really focused on websites and the marketing agency. But over the years, Josh, people kept saying, Hey, I think I heard that you launch books. Could you launch my book? And I said, yeah, sure. Fine. Let's do it. Let's go. So over the years now, more than almost 40 books that we've launched, they've all been number one. Um, one of my most recent books was Mike Michalowicz's Fix This Next. I'll give yeah. that a nod. It's a brilliant business book. We hit number two on Wall Street Journal and hardcover. It's quite a, it was a great launch right in the heart of COVID when everybody else's launches were failing. Like we did such a great job with that launch. It was a lot of fun. Um, and so I find tremendous fulfillment in working with our author clients and launching their books. I will say one other thing though, Josh, that the thing that makes me very different as a launch manager is it's not just about that one day and it's not just about hitting number one. I am deeply immersed in that author's business. And so I'm helping them monetize and create marketing operations and setting them up for success and getting them out of the business to focus on their gift. And the launch just becomes something that we can leverage to really boost growth of the company, right? So most launch managers aren't going to have that sort of comprehensive holistic approach, but that is something that we do at NGNG. Yeah. I mean, you know, because again, I think most people know to actually make a lot of money in book sales, that's really hard to do. So you want to make sure that you've got a system behind it to make sure that the work you know, if you're going to put your blood, sweat, and tears into creating a book, we want to make sure that it lasts for a while and it builds lots of other aspects of your business. So that's, that's, and that's what we know how to do. Yeah. Excellent. All right, good. So for those who are listening to this very, the very first inaugural episode and they're deciding, Hmm, do I hit subscribe? Yeah. Well, there you go. So there's your answer. Um, but you know what, for the list from the listener's perspective, what will they get out of listening to these episodes? How will they grow in their business? First of all, the people that we have coming in as guests are just remarkable people. Like they want to do good in the world. They have great messages to share. And I also wanted to give them an opportunity to not just talk about what's working and what, how successful they are, right? I wanted to go back and and talk about the design behind that. Like, what was the journey? Like, what did you learn? How can we avoid that? What wisdom can I glean from years of, you know, trials and tribulations that you experienced in your business? And what was the turning point for you? And what are you focused on in terms of leverage and scale? And where are you growing to? What's the vision? And honestly, I have listened to several of the episodes that we've recorded, Josh, and I myself have been so inspired um, just listening to, you know, unique strategies and the ideas and how people are thinking about their business and the opportunities in the world. Like I got so many ideas just listening to some of our first guests. And I just, I'm so on fire about this podcast right now. So please 
I hope you do subscribe and leave a review and share the world. Like one of the things that I feel is as a business owner felt early on is, is like, I just needed help. I wanted somebody to come in and share what they saw in me and my value, you know, like help me get my message out to the world. And honestly, in this day and age, we're so wrapped up and consumed in our own world that sometimes it requires a little bit of extra awareness and effort to just think about how we can help somebody else. But the people on these episodes are all people with great messages. So you as a listener can do a world of good just by sharing one episode, one time you could be making a huge impact, not just in that person's world, but in another listener that heard about the podcast because you were brave enough and took one second to share one episode. So please get involved in our world. Uh, We're here to make an impact for the listeners, for the guests, for everybody. That's what it's about. We're better together. All right, Amber Vilhauer, your website, leveragetoscale.com. It's on the cover of the podcast, so it'll be easy to find. Uh, and then, of course, ngngenterprises.com and ambervilhauer.com. Those are all kind of, you just click on the title. However, in your podcast player, there's going to be somewhere where you can kind of see some notes alongside the episode. Uh, so that's where you can go and get the links to all of that. Amber, thank you so much. And thank you for doing this podcast. It's, it's a great give back. It's a great give back both for the audiences and for the guests who get to connect with and bring value um, to your world and to the world. So Amber, thank Thanks, you so Josh. much. Yay. Congratulations. Yay, episode one. <laughs> so much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.